Can you believe that we're almost in June? Or maybe by the time you're listening to this, we're already in June? I intended to do this episode in July when we are actually hitting our halfway mark in 2023. But the more I thought about it, the more I wanted to get this episode out as soon as possible because it's about doing a mid-year goal check-in. You started out this year with dreams and hopes for 2023. And so many of us start out with the best intentions and life gets in the way and everything goes to the wayside. And before you know it, it's June and you haven't even started a goal. Or maybe you started and by the time February hit, there was no more goal or you fell off track and you just gave up because, like I said, life happens. So in this episode, I'm teaching you how to do a reset and a restart. I'd rather get it out as soon as possible so you can get back on track and not waste another month reaching your goals. And when I picture people listening to this podcast, I'd like to think that you're outside walking, getting some exercise in, getting out in nature. But this is the one episode where I'm going to say, write it down. Grab that pen and paper and write down these steps and actually do them. Because you owe it to yourself. You owe it to that mama that in December was thinking about her hopes and her dreams for this year and what she wanted to get out of it. You owe it to her to make a change today, hit that reset button, and go for it. So let's not waste any more time, and let's get started with today's episode. Are you feeling overwhelmed trying to juggle all the many hats you wear as a working mom? Do you want more quality time with your family without distraction of work, with time alone to take care of yourself and your needs? Welcome to Mom Wife Career Life. I'm Carrie, a wife, mom of three, and a recovering perfectionist. In this podcast, I will teach you how to create balance in your life by implementing healthy habits, organizing your home and your schedule, being intentional with your time and in your relationships, and most importantly, how to start putting your needs first because no one can pour from an empty cup. Grab that second cup of coffee, or if you're anything like me, your third, it's time to dive into today's episode of Mom Wife Career Life. Time just seems to be flying by. I can't believe the kids are going to be out of school in a couple of weeks. For some of you listening, this week might be your kid's last week of school, so it's summer vacation starting. Ah. But time just seems to be flying by. It's almost June 1st. That is just crazy, which means that Monday is the first Monday of a new month which just happens to be my favorite Mondays. The first Monday of a new month, it is the start of a new chapter. It's the best time to check in on the goals you set for 2023. The hopes and dreams you had for the new year, whether you wanted to lose weight, start exercising, declutter your house, improve your finances, start that new hobby. Ask yourself, what progress have you made on those goals? But be honest with yourself. And if the answer is little and none, don't beat yourself up. Don't give up on your goals. Just reset yourself. And you don't have to start out running. Like I said before, and you'll hear me say again and again, baby steps are okay. Even the small steps in the right direction is still further than you were yesterday. Never stop trying to improve and be better than the person you were yesterday. So in order to change, you need to have that right mindset. And starting on a Monday, starting anything on a Monday is almost like starting it on that new year. It's a refresh, restart, just go for it. So that brings us to today's episode. We're going to be talking about how to do a mid-year check-in to see where you are with those goals you set for yourself this year and how to do a reset 
then start fresh making SMART goals, goals that you can actually achieve and breaking them down into smaller achievable steps. So here are the steps to make that happen. Step one, what were your goals? Take a minute to check in. How far have you come along from those goals that you set out on that new year? What's worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? Is it still something that you even want to accomplish this year? Or did your priorities change? Let's start from where you are today and press that reset button. Step two, reset and redefine your goals. Now, this step is the longest because it is the most important. You're going to take time to rewrite those goals. You're going to hit that reset button and you're going to start new. Let's redefine those goals. What is your goal? In the corporate world, we say, make sure it's a SMART goal. So SMART is an acronym. It stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. So I'll go through that with you. So the S, specific. Be specific about your goal. What is your actual goal? You can't just say, my goal is to lose weight. My goal is to pay off debt. You need to be specific. Throw some numbers at it. For some of you, it might be lose 20 pounds, pay off $10,000 in credit card debt. Or it could be something that you can action. You either did it or you didn't. So for me, it was launch a podcast. When you're giving an actual number to something, like the pounds or the amount of money you want to pay off, or it's a, either you did it or you didn't do it, then you have something to work towards. You know when you've met that goal. The next letter is M, measurable. How will you know when your goal is met? And how are you going to measure your progress? So for me, podcasting, it was either I launch or I don't. If you're trying to lose weight, you could track your weight loss with weekly weigh-ins. And if you're trying to save money or pay off debt, you're tracking it by how much money you're able to pay off every month. If it's a long-term goal, then you could set up little milestones. Make sure it's attainable. That brings us to attainable. Do you actually have the skills and resources you need to achieve this goal? So you set the measurable goals to fit realistic timeframes. Saying you want to lose 20 pounds in a week is not realistic. Saying you want to pay off 10 grand in debt in a month and you don't even make 10 grand in a month, that's not attainable. The R is for relevant. This is more for the corporate world where we try to ensure that your goal aligns with the larger goals of a company. But in a personal aspect, if this goal came into your heart in some way, then it's your intuition telling you that it's something you are meant to do. And if it's to get physically healthier, mentally healthier, financially healthier, those are all for your greater good and to help you have a more balanced life. So it's safe to assume your goal checks this box. And that brings us to the T. The T is for time-bound. Set your measurable goals to fit a realistic time frame. You can even make a timeline. Throw your milestones in there with key tollgates, as we call them in the corporate world. Using the weight loss as an example, if I wanted to lose the 40 pounds by October, that's four months from now. So my milestones would be 10 pounds by July, 20 pounds by August, 30 pounds by September, et cetera, et cetera. So you break it down into smaller goals. And like I said, celebrate each milestone. Step three, figure out your why. Why do you want this goal? Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to get out of debt? Why do you want your house more organized? That why will help keep you motivated. When you're finding it tough to keep on track, you think about your why and it helps you jump right back on track. If your goal is to buy a new house or to go on vacation or to get out of debt, 
when you keep that why in the front of your mind, when you're on Amazon and you're about to click that place your order button on that $200 purchase, your why will make you think twice before you click that button. Step four, write down your goals. If you write down your goals, you're more likely to obtain them. I actually write my goals down in the back of my planner so that they're always in my face. And if it's something that's always in your face, you're more likely to do it. I used to do bullet journaling. That's when I used to commute an hour and a half to work. And I had time on the train to actually draw out my journal and pictures in it. So when I was trying to lose weight, I did a cute weight loss tracker with little blocks for every pound. And as I'd lose a pound, I'd color it in and I'd be able to see how far I've come on my journey. And it was actually very gratifying coloring in each pound. So if you're into arts and crafts or like to see visual trackers, that's another idea. Step five, create an action plan. Write out the steps you need to achieve your goal. I said it in one of my earlier episodes. A goal without a plan is just a wish. So repeat after me. I'm never going to achieve my goals without a plan. Say it again. I'm never going to achieve my goals without a plan. Anything big in your life, you, ha you have to plan for it. You wouldn't just buy tickets for a flight for a family vacation without a plan. You need to book a hotel. If you're going to a beach, buy bathing suits, sunscreen. How are you getting to the airport? It's the same as a goal. I didn't just say I want to start a podcast. I said I want to start a podcast. And I wrote down what I thought I would need to obtain that goal. Now, the funny thing is, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. I knew I had to take a course on podcasting, but as I was taking the course, the list of things I needed to do before I could actually launch a podcast was pretty long. For me, I literally thought it was buy a mic, take a course, start a podcast. But as I'm taking the course, it was, oh, you have to figure out a hosting platform. You have to do podcast art. You have to learn how to edit. You need to do this. You need to do that. So I had to learn a whole skill set before I could actually put together a podcast and launch it. But if your goal is more straightforward, like save money, you need to create a budget. Maybe set up your direct deposit to have money go straight into your savings. Figure out where you can cut back. Audit your subscriptions for weight loss. You need to meal plan. You need to actually come up with healthy recipes and go food shopping. Maybe join a gym. Find an accountability partner. And if that plan doesn't work, I love this quote. If the plan doesn't work, change the plan, but never the goal. You have the goal for a reason. There was something inside of you saying, this is who I want to become. This is how I want to make my life better. So don't give up on that goal. Just make the adjustments. Step six, pick a target end date. So for me, I picked May 16th for my launch date. And what I had to do was look at my plan and make sure I was backing into all of the things I needed to do to make sure that I made that May 16th launch date. I, I originally had plans for an April launch, but again, I didn't know what I didn't know. So once I started figuring out all the things I needed to do, I knew April just was not attainable for me, which brings us back to that attainable. You need to pick realistic dates. So I, I knew I needed to push it out at least a month, which I did, and it was successful. Which brings us to step seven. Pick a start date and set yourself up for success. So goals can start on any date, but some may require prep, as I just said. But for weight loss, with the whole meal prep, food shopping, and most importantly, the mindset being ready mentally to start, picking a start date is really important. So as I mentioned before, I am a weight loss coach on the side. 
And I always tell my clients, start on a Monday. There's a couple of reasons for that. One, like I said in the beginning, Monday is just a great day to reset. You're coming off a weekend and it's just, you know, you want to hit the ground running first day of the week. But the other thing, especially with weight loss, is we tend to eat the worst on the weekends. We tend to be all gung-ho during the week. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be healthy. And then you had a rough week. Friday night comes. You want to have that glass of wine. A glass of wine turns into a bottle of wine. Then the next day you're at a sporting event and you want snacks and you go to the snack stand and oh, you see the Doritos, you see the hot dogs, you see the pretzels. And then once you start eating a hot dog or a pretzel, you're like, oh, I already did bad this weekend. So Sunday comes along and you're like, oh, I'm just going to have that pizza. I'll start again on Monday. But if you knew you had to check in with that accountability partner or your health coach on Monday, that little voice in your head when you're looking at that bag of Doritos is making you question like, oh, should I? Hmm, I'm going to gain weight over this weekend. You know, it makes you think twice. So set yourself up for success. Which brings us to step eight. Get yourself an accountability partner. If you have to answer someone or check in with someone, you are more likely to stay on track. Like I said before, my clients, they have to check in with me on a Monday. If they have that rough weekend, they're dreading that text from me on Monday morning saying, hey, how did your weigh-in go? Step nine, check in on your goals and make adjustments where needed. Life happens. And if you see your plan isn't working or you fall off track and there's no way you're going to meet your goal and the date you targeted, it is okay to change the date. Like I said before, if the plan is not working, change the plan, not the goal. If your goal is to pay off your debt by a certain date and you're paying off a certain amount every month and then one month your car breaks down or your stove breaks or your kid kicks the shoe through the window and you have to get it repaired. Those are all actual things that happen to me in one month. The money that you would have put towards paying off your debt has to go elsewhere. That now pushes that goal of paying off your debt out a month a little later. Like I said, I plan to launch my podcasts in April, but then I didn't realize all the stuff I needed to do to have a successful launch and I had to push that date out a month. But I didn't change my goal. I just changed my plan. The final step, step 10, celebrate your wins. So when I was actually on my weight loss journey, I wanted to lose 40 pounds. Every 10 pounds was a milestone for me. And I celebrated each one. Every time I lost that 10 pounds, I gave myself a little shout out in Facebook because that's how I kind of kept myself accountable. And then with weight loss, you know, there's some non-scale victories I celebrated. After I got pregnant with Ashley, I couldn't wear my engagement ring and wedding band together for years. The day I could put them on together and not cut off the circulation on my finger was a huge win for me. This is another suggestion I make to my clients. I tell them to pick a gift for themselves, something that they wouldn't normally buy themselves, especially summer's coming up, a nice pair of sunglasses or a new bathing suit or just a little treat for yourself of when you actually reach that goal, you get yourself something nice. So it's a win-win. So that's my 10 steps to help you reevaluate your goals for this year and set yourself up for amazing success for the remainder of 2023. So to recap, because I know this was a long list, first, you're going to be checking in on what your goals were for this year. You're going to reflect where you are, how far you've come, what has worked for you, what hasn't worked, what were or are your roadblocks. Second, you're going to reset and redefine your goals, making sure your goals are smart, that they're specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Third, 
you're going to figure out your why. Why is this goal so important to you? Why do you want to accomplish this thing? Fourth, you're going to write that goal down and you're going to figure out how you're going to measure it. Fifth, create your action plan. Write down a list of things you need to accomplish your goal and put dates to them. Sixth, pick a target end date. Write it on your calendar, circle it, decorate it, make it something exciting to look at. Step seven, pick a start date. Make sure you're building in time for prep work. Like I said, the first Monday of the month is a perfect time to start. Step eight, get that accountability partner, someone to help you stay on track and cheer you on along the way. Step nine, check in on your goals regularly and make whatever adjustments you need along the way. If something isn't working, change the plan, not the goal. And step 10, celebrate. Celebrate every win, every milestone, every good decision. Well, I hope this episode is motivating you to get back on track with whatever wonderful things you wanted out of 2023. Sending you so much love and light until next time on Mom Wife Career Life with Carrie Pat. Before you go, if you found this podcast helpful, I would be forever grateful if you could take a minute, go over to iTunes and leave me a review. If you have other stressed out mamas in your life that you feel this podcast could help, take a screenshot of this episode, post it on Instagram and tag me and let them know that they are not alone and they can create balance in their life too. If there's a topic you would like me to cover or you just want to connect, DM me on Instagram at mom.wife.career.life.